Here we go. What is up, Encourager? I hope you were doing fantastic. I'll tell you what, I am recording this from my absolute favorite mobile office, which is my Jeep Wrangler uh, Rubicon. So if we have any other uh, Wrangler family um, <laughs> that's an Encourager, uh, I, I am waving at you right now. Anyway, I hope you are doing fantastic wherever you are in the world, wherever you're working from. Uh, I want to hit you with an idea. Uh, just had a great conversation with uh, an incredible coach, wildly successful coach in the corporate space. And I don't know about you, we've talked about this a little bit, but you got to surround yourself with people that are doing great work, right? So, so important. So having a great conversation with this coach um, and uh, known each other for a while, uh, followed each other's careers, all of those things. But uh, we were just talking about you know, the year, the year's goals, next year's goals, uh, those kinds of things. And he shared that, uh, you know, we weren't, he's one of those, those people that you can be real with. It's not braggy. He's not douchey, all of those things, right? Like it's, it's a true mastermind kind of conversation where you've got trust, where you've got mutual respect, uh, all of those things. And, uh, as we were talking about it, he's like, yeah, I'm going to hit about $500,000 in coaching revenue this year. And I was like, hey, that's fantastic, man. And we were talking about different ways to expand that for next year, introducing some online training components, some different ways that he could scale even more, uh, all of that, right? But I was like, you know what? I'm not, I wanna stop for a second. And I, I told him a little bit about you guys, right? About encouraging the encouragers and helping people that want to encourage the world, right? Like. And, and I don't know where you're at in your process, if, if you're, uh, you know, a longtime coach or speaker, or whether you are just get, getting started and, you know, moving towards being a well-paid encourager. But uh, what I did was I was like, you know, I was telling him about this and what I'm doing and, and getting you guys the messages that you need so that you truly can become a well-paid encourager. And maybe take your ability to be a well-paid encourager to that next level, having more impact, having more income, uh, all of those things. So I said, you know, you know, if you had to do it all over again, um, or, you know, looking back at your success, you know, what are some things that, that you think are key to you being able to, you know, have a very manageable life to have, uh, you know, a, a stable of, of great clients making about $500,000 a year. And he looked back and he goes, you know what? Um, and I'm, I'm going to modify his language a little bit, but he basically was like, I gave myself the permission to experiment. And, uh, you know, interestingly enough, he had a scenario similar to mine. He was in a bad fit executive role, like high level executive role, really, really good at that. But, because of the organization that he was with, uh, it had become a bad fit. Crazy environment, crazy market, and crazy leader above him. Maybe you've <laughs> had that. Hopefully you haven't, but I'm guessing you can, you know what that's like. And, and just systematically, he's like, I know what I'm doing is not right based on all the craziness, based on 
you know, just uh, I'm dreading driving to work every morning, all of those things. So what he did was uh, he decided to give himself that that permission to just do some coaching on the side. He didn't put the pressure on it to say, this is going to be my thing. This is definitely got to work. He was just like, hey, I'm just going to do some, ex- you know, some experimenting. I'm going to do a little bit of coaching on the side. You know, people that reached out to uh, have coffee or pick his brain or whatever, he would say, hey, I can definitely do that. But just know that I'm doing some coaching now. I have some defined coaching packages. Um, and, uh, you know, he's like, I just want to be upfront with you that we can definitely have an initial conversation. But, uh, you know, I have the ability to help you long term if that feels like the right thing. So, you know, he defined his packages. Uh, he set expectations. He didn't surprise anybody with this, you know, saying, yes, I can help you. But then all of a sudden, it, you know, surprise him with, hey, I'm going to charge you for this. You let him know right from the start, hey, you know, we can have a conversation, all that stuff. It's, it's much like the model that we talk about that we re- really recommend and having a, a complimentary conversation, a complimentary coaching session so that people can get exposed to you and your approach to coaching, but so that you can find out more about them, what they're, what they're wanting to do, who they're wanting to be. And if it's a good fit, then you can explore working together. He said, that's exactly what I did. He said, I just started to experiment with this on the side. And he said, I was looking for proof of concept, right? I was looking for proof of concept. Like, would it work? Would I enjoy it? Would people pay me for it? And he said, as I did that, not everybody said yes to hiring me as a coach. He said, but I was actually surprised by how many people did say yes. Um, And so he started to do that. And what I love is that he said, again, I just kept testing the concept. Did I enjoy this work, right? Could Could I move the needle with these people? Um, would they pay me, you know, would it, would it, was it viable? And, you know, what was beautiful about that is he said he really just allowed it to flow. He didn't put too much pressure on it. He did set some goals for himself. Once he started to realize he did enjoy the coaching process, he started to set some goals, but in a relatively short order, he started hitting those financial goals so much so that he decided to move into coaching and consulting full time. Now, again, what he would do is he would, attest this model. He would, he would experiment. He would allow himself the chance to say, all right, now I'm going to start experimenting with going full time. Like, what are some of the things? Like, he's not a big, you know, promotion guy. Where he's like, look, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm a coach. Look at me. He took what we would call a value-driven promotion approach where he started to find ways that work for him to provide content. He did not want to be an influencer on Instagram. He didn't want to generate a huge following on Facebook. He really just focused on some LinkedIn strategies, but also really focused in on who does he know, where he can, where can he provide, uh, you know, value, who could he partner with and really form some great allies, uh, you know, some, some great, uh, you know, opportunities to kind of share networks and all of those things. And that started to work. And so we just experimented. Um, And then he started to experiment with adding training, adding, you know, different opportunities to say, hey, listen, we're 
you know, with the coaching, the coaching is going really well, but it seems like maybe if we did some training, we added some training, all of that. Um, so now this probably is not rocket science for you, but I just want to encourage you that here is somebody that, you know, I'm, I'm met with and, you know, he's really generating even more revenue than he thought he would be able to. And more importantly, he's having a great time with it. He's also living a life that is very manageable and very enjoyable, right? And at the core of it, the, the key to his success is experimenting. Experimenting, experimenting, experimenting. Not putting too much pressure on one thing, but just committing to one approach, one strategy, and then just testing it. Testing it, testing it, right? To be able to say, okay, I'm going to try this. I think this might work. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it for a couple of months and see what happens, right? Um, and then to watch. And I can tell you that obviously the things that I listed off were successes for him, but not everything, um, you know, proved successful or a good fit for him or those kinds of things. But he just kept watching, kept experimenting. So what I do is I want to encourage you on this is to find your experiments, define your experiments and commit to them. Do a test run, go for a month or two or three and say, all right, I'm going to try this and watch. Does it work? Does it click with you? Does it feel right? Right? Give yourself the, the chance, the opportunity, the permission to experiment. Don't try to get it perfect right from the start. Allow it to unfold as you test the concept and see what clicks. I'll tell you what, I hear that strategy time and time again when I'm working with coaches that have been wildly successful, like this person I'm talking about, but also with the coaches that I work with as well. Give yourself that permission to experiment and see where it takes you. All right. Hey, if this helped, make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave a review and share this episode with somebody else, another encourager. And hey, stay encouraged, right? And I'll talk with you tomorrow. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening to Encouraging the Encouragers podcast with Mitch Matthews. Hey, you know the drill. If this episode encouraged you, please leave a review. Mitch reads everyone and know that those reviews help to encourage him and keep him going. And hey, don't forget to punch that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Thanks and stay encouraged.